something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to The John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. <laughs> You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age. And I'm your host, John Age. Thanks for being with us today, tonight, in the evening, or wherever you may be. I'm here on the East Coast. It is 1241 in the formerly great state of North Carolina. The old North State, if you will. Check out AnomicAge.com, share the links, friends, family, loved ones, enemies, everybody in between, everybody at the water cooler, all those friends who think, you know, they might not like me anymore if I share this link. It's a little bit, uh, a little risky. That's the perfect time to share the link. If you can do no more, hashtag AnomicAge, hashtag JohnAge, hit me up, put me on whatever you happen to be on. Especially Twitter. Share me on Twitter, darn it. I'm not on there anymore. I've been on there for like three years. I think when the show first started, I was on Twitter for like six months. And then I was gone. So, uh, yeah. Do that if you want to. If you can. If you shall. If you will. Please do. All right. What else? PayPal.me forward slash Anomic Age. Patreon.com forward slash Anomic Age as well. You know where you can find me, folks. You can find me everywhere listed on my social media at the top. BitChute, Telegram, Rumble, Odyssey, YouTube, Facebook, all that. So share the links if you can. Okay, paypal.me forward slash anomicage, patreon.com forward slash anomicage as well. Because you won't find me on anything streaming right now except for Facebook and YouTube. Because I can no longer stream for free at the Restream site. So there you go. If you'd like more, send me your money. <laughs> Love that Suicidal Tendency song. It's great. There's a lot to get into this evening. I'm trying to figure out whether or not I'm going to encapsulate it in a short show or if I'm going deep. And go on the full show, which I kind of want to. So we'll see. We will see how that goes. All right, let's see what we want to talk about first, shall we? I touched on this. Um, hmm. I touched on this in our last show, which was a couple hours ago, actually. <laughs> I touched on the ever fun Biden talk because I knew that everyone wanted me to live up to expectations and talk the Biden speech because that's all, you know, everybody, even in this uh, whatever asinine movement you want to call it, they are led by whatever the media spins. So, you know, it's sad, but um, not surprising. Anyway, so I talked about it for a few minutes. And I think in talking about it, it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I think it's kind of talking about symptoms of the disease, you know? So I'm going to cover some other symptoms of the, the disease. 
And I'm going to cover them through the lens that I think is perhaps even more applicable than just sitting around talking about the Biden speech. That's kind of a big who cares to me. So, um, yeah, let's pull the uh, the whatever this clown's name is up on screen. There we go. There's the old Chairman Biden. I don't know why it's doing this thing where it's it's showing not. Holy cow, that was crazy. <laughs> it's not showing what I wanted to show. I guess that's cool. There we go. That's about as Biden as I want to be right now, huh? Anyway, so, yeah, there's the big news story. I'll cover it again, but I'll do it through a slightly different lens. My big takeaway from this is it's kind of self-evident that there's going to be a litany of false flags coming. I think we all see this. I've said this I so many times. I've said this that I feel like I'm repeating myself like some bizarre tobacco auctioneer or something, but anyone with eyes to see and ears to hear, I think gets it. There's going to be a litany of false flags coming. We've seen so many false flags in the last few years anyway. I mean, we've seen the shootings, the the bombings, the PSYOP-19. I mean, there's been so many false flags already released. And I think we're going to see much more of that in the coming months. I think this winter is going to be a very bleak winter. Yeah. There's a great Danzig song called Dirty Black Summer. Ugh. I think we're going to see a dirty black winter. Ha! Yeah, that's exactly what I think we got coming. It's going to be a very bleak winter. The likes of which I don't think any of us are prepared for. But Biden was laying it out. Because they always do this sort of inverted spin where everything, and this is just a, a Linsky tactic, it's a tactic of the communist trash, but anything, I mean, this is legit out of the book, Rules for Radical, Sal Linsky, you know, uh, the book, um, what is it, Dedicated to Satan, Old Hills, wrote her, what was it, master's or undergrad thesis on this boob. Anyway, that's just, you know, just silly baloney that nobody gives a rat's patoot about. But bottom line, they always invert the reality and do that bizarro world um, ink sock reverse spin on you where whatever they're actually doing, they accuse you of. So that's what's up. They've set the stage again with this binary opposition of uh, division. I mean, he said this in a speech where he said, yeah, it's, it's those people, the MAGA, you know, it's those Jews, it's, uh, it's those white Russians, it's those non-communist Cubans. I mean, it's the same, same, same old song, folks. So we set the stage with the binary opposition, and always they frame it in this light where it makes the average brain-dead moron, room-temperature IQ kind of person go, oh, well... I don't want to be labeled as that, so I have to choose this. I mean, that's the crux of what they were doing with the St. George Floyd uh, fill-in-the-blank of whoever got shot this week that was a person of color, so, yeah, whatever. So it was that same sort of put the black square up in solidarity for this asinine caper, or you have been deemed by the court of public opinion to be a racist or something you know i mean that that's the they've set this up uh through that incrementalism 
with these various other false flags and psyops. So people are used to that now. They're ve- they've become very accustomed. They were already so yelly, yellow-bellied, weak, cowardly, pathetic worms just groveling to whatever the media and whatever the uh, cult of celebrity or what have you says that they would do anything to virtue signal that they were in the right. I mean, that's what we saw with all these aforementioned ops. So now Biden set the stage once again, uh, very famously with this uh, dark nighttime shot where he's got military behind him. He's got the red lights. He's got uh, the Hitlerian. uh, What is that? That image. It's a bird. I just can't. I'm blanking on the name of it right now. It doesn't matter. He's got a cross at the very top. So, I mean, the the stage is set. Uh, Cue the Darth Vader music. Cue the was it the v for vendetta i mean q for whatever dystopian movie you want to plug in there i mean that's the stage being set and then linguistically he programs the brain dead into this duality the binary opposition you're either this or you're that you're this or you're that the tribalism the divisive language i mean that was all programmed into the speech there so it was all setting the moron up for I don't want to be called this, so that leaves me no other option but to be that. So, I mean, that's the the linguistic programming. To use their own terms, the dog whistling. That was the linguistic programming for the brain dead, what he just set up in the speech. And he was, of course, bringing up January 6th, where, in my opinion, no one did anything wrong except the operatives that were being put in place by the government to, again, control the brain dead into doing whatever they wanted them to do to to set the stage with this false flag. So, I mean, that's what that was about. But he kept bringing that up as another triggering mechanism that, oh, we don't want to be labeled as this. We don't want to be seen as this. We better roll over on our belly just like the... uh, the dogs on the shock plate, where they eventually just give up and lay down. So that's the programming from all that linguistics there. And as well as the ops, uh, the stage set, the lighting, I mean, everything. It's all setting you up for the, you're either this or you're that. So that's that's what's up with all that. But all that would not work if we had a citizenry that was not cowards, that was not brain dead, that was not weak, that was not already initiated into the cult, that was the PSYOP-19, that was not already conditioned through K-12 through indoctrination, college university weaponization, not to question authority, not to question the reality, but to go along and be compliant with it. The same group of people that for, I suppose, since birth have been fed GMO, have been probably drinking the fluoride water, uh, exposed to the estrogen mimickers and the chemicals in the water and all the food, the soy, all this stuff have been manipulated and controlled biologically, chemically, to be a cuck, to be a beta, to not question, to not stand up, to roll over, to be compliant. That's why we have addiction medicine specialists running all the big 
multimedia conglomerates, or I should say not running them, but indefinitely positions of psychological manipulation and control. I mean, that's the premise of the algorithms. That's the premise of the dopamine drip. Oh, we got a like. Oh, well, oh, I'm, I'm special now. My little brain just sent me that chemical poof. So they have people in these different realms that are experts in manipulation, that are experts in control, compliance, management of that compliance. So, so we got all that. I don't know if anyone's getting any of this out of that speech, but you should be. I mean, if you're reading the cliff notes, if you're up to par on what I always cover on the show, then you, you probably are. If you're not, then you're not. Share this with your friends. Like I've always said, if you want to help me, those aforementioned links would be very nice. So uh, all that was, was just prima facie in, in the Biden speech. And I was really going to cover this in a separate show, but I think I can weave it into this one quite aptly because... It has to do with the weakness in our society. It has to do with the just pathetic groveling, the just complete sniveling, cowardly weakness of our society. And I've been wanting to do a show on this for a while, but I don't know. I didn't really know how to weave it in or if it would really fit what I usually want to get into in here. But just one of the aspects of the weakness that I I keep having it just thrust in my face because I'll go somewhere and there's someone else with a dog. There's someone else with a dog here. There's someone else with a dog there. And I'll lose friends, fans, or what have you for this. I really don't give a rats anymore. But I found it increasingly disturbing in our culture. And this has been, I guess, a growing epidemic, much like everything else is incremental in our culture. But this complete reliance on pets really sickens me to the primordial core. (laughs) And it's something that I wasn't used to growing up with. I mean, we had a dog. We had a couple as as a kid and growing up, you know, but. But there wasn't this our whole lives revolve around this animal and it, we bring it in the house, and it lives in the bed with us, and we take it to the store with us, and we take it on vacations with us. I mean, none of this, none of this was, excuse me, got something out of here. None of this was reality. And I don't think it ever really has been reality up until like the last 20 years, where you have this obsession. People have this obsession with their animals. And I, for one, just find it nauseating, weak, and weird that, I mean, any store I go to now, there's some fruitcake with their dog. And it's not a service dog, folks. I get that. I mean, here we go again. I mean, when I was a kid, I never saw service dogs. I I can probably count on one hand on three fingers, perhaps, like the amount of service dogs that I ever encountered in my stinking life up until about 10 years ago. And now suddenly we have this complete rash of people that have service animals. And I just, it's kind of mind boggling. And as well, just 
emblematic of the weakness of our society where you have service animals. Okay, you're blind or whatever. I get it. I'm sorry. And you get an animal, whatever, you know, if it's going to help you, great. But then you have these emotional support animals for these other people. Okay, yeah, sure, you've gone through the service. There's something traumatic that's happened. Okay, yeah, okay, that's like another fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a percent of the population here. But that's not the mainstay of the people that have these animals. I mean, the mainstay that I go to any store ever now, and there's just some fruit bat with a dog. I didn't even go into the store that I was waiting outside. Here's some fruit bat bringing the dog, holding it in their arms, coming out of the stinking grocery store. And forget about it. The big box uh, hardware stores, for God's sakes. I mean, it's like a kennel in that joint. Go to the big box hardware stores here in the old North State. You may as well just take some Benadryl and, and get ready to live in a kennel. Because that's what's up. And again, you know, it ain't really anything to me i just see it as emblematic of our weakness really that's what it boils down to so the the real coup de gras that took the gate for me the other day this was after no excuse me this is before i went to the store and saw the fruit bat bringing the dog out in her arms at the stinking grocery store on the way there i saw another group of fruit bats i'm assuming these millennials because they looked um like age demographic they, they looked in that vein but yeah, here's a girl with a walking down the road with a little group of people here. Got a backpack on with a cat in it. It's like a clear bubbly thing. I guess it had vent holes or what have you. I don't know. What the bleep ever. The chick's walking down the road with a cat in a bag, folks. Just sad. Just so sad. So, so, so very sad. And is I mean, there's another rash of these people that have these large animals that were never meant to live in a backyard nor meant to live in a condo, and there they are. Yeah, you live in like a 800 square foot condo, and you got a bull mastiff. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah, you got a little 20 by 20 backyard, and uh, you got a Great Dane. That's a real smart move, huh? So, uh, it's just really mind-boggling, folks. It just goes, again, emblematic of the weakness of our culture and our society. And there's a lot of people out there who, oh, they love to play the tough guy card. Oh, yeah, they can't wait for this whole war to pop off here domestically because it's going to be great and they're going to get theirs or whatever. I mean, I say, folks, I hope and pray that we are living in that more than a fraction of 1% of the populace here in the United States that uh, has the temerity, intestinal fortitude, and so forth. I hope that's accurate because that is not at all what I see when I leave the house, folks. I see people that will be crying in the streets, I guess, if their little doggy got away from them. You know what I'm saying? I don't see anybody that's going to be any problem at all for the blue helmets any problem at all for everybody's favorite kiss the ring of protect and serve boys any problem at all for the reserves or whatever boy scout troop they might put on the streets to fight the cowardly americans i just don't see it folks 
I hope and pray that I am wrong every day. <laughs> but I just don't see it. Please let me be wrong, God. Let me be wrong at least once a week. Please, love of Jesus, please let me be wrong more. So there's that. <laughs> and I've covered this. I covered this on the last show. Lord Jesus, I'm going to cover this again on this show because, God, we need this one. Hit it. I'm going to get it one more time because we didn't cover it this show. We might just do this every single show. First Peter 1 through 13, or excuse me, 113. Therefore, preparing your minds for action. And being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So set your mind for action means you may actually have to be ready for what's to come. You may actually have to be in some sort of action-prone position. Yeah. You may actually have to cut off the Netflix and the Facebook and the YouTube and all the frivolous bull that people suffuse themselves with in our society. You may have to actually look around, take stock of our society. I'm talking about like before the blue helmets and those those protect and serve boys come. Yeah, you might have to do that way before then. Here's a big heads up because if you wait until that time arises... Ask any remaining Jews how that worked out for them in the in the late 30s and 40s. There's a lot of people that thought, oh, it's not going to happen. Oh, that Hitler guy's just a little crazy. He's not just going to, hey, what's that truck out front? Oh, that's the SS troops coming to take us to the, holy cow, where are we going? Oh, we're going to this camp. There's a shower. This is going to be great. It's a shower. Yeah. There's a lot of other people that didn't want to accept reality. There's a lot of other people that lived in the normalcy bias, had the cognitive dissonance, and didn't have the temerity to stand up. Their minds were not prepared for action. And they weren't living in any sort of semblance of the fantasy world stupidity that we're living in today. Because being sober-minded, are you blipping kidding me? People are the furthest from sober-minded I believe, perhaps in the history of humanity, the furthest from anything even even close to a sober-minded person. Even if they're not hopped up on drugs and booze and whatever else they're... And this is another one of my favorite weak, pathetic terms from the last uh, 20 years is self-medicating. Oh, they're self-medicating. That's just code work for there being a weak piece of garbage. Sorry, just facts. Self-medicating means, yeah, you can't handle realities or you're slipping away into dreamland through booze, through drugs, through uh, whatever else we got nowadays. Uh, virtual reality, porn, uh, virtual life, uh, whatever kind of bull that you got, you know, all that nonsensical... <sighs> Boulder Dash. <laughs> Any of that. So, yeah, we need to little, maybe need to brush up on this a little bit more. Yeah. Sober minded, set your faith, or so, excuse me, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
And that's another goodie that has been promulgated and brought to you by K-12 Indoctrination, College University Weaponization, because they have convinced the mainstay of our society that there is no God, there is no higher power, there is no spirituality. We're all just naturalistas. So once you've removed God as the central figure, then you can replace it with man. Then you can replace it with drugs. Then you can replace it with porn. Then you can replace it with booze. Then you can replace it with sports. Then you can replace it with Netflix. Then you can replace it with just being a brain-dead, drug-addled, dolt, automaton piece of monkey trash. That's kind of the crux of it, folks. That's why we are so weak, pathetic, and sniveling as a society that we have droves of adult individuals bringing their doggies with them when they leave the freaking house. But wait, there's more, because that that's not even the, the real crux of it. Here, I got another one for you. Here's this stupid bull that I keep seeing all over social media, so bleeping A, I'll put it on there too. I don't even know what's up with this. I've seen this so often, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that there's some sort of She-Hulk movie. I mean, I don't know. They've made every superhero imaginable a female now. That's the deal with the new Predator film. What is it? The uh, Prey, I believe. And I saw a great one with this one. Uh, They had the cast of the original Predator. And they were saying, yeah, it's all these, uh, you know, steroided out, heavily trained mercs. Uh, they couldn't defeat the Predator, but somehow, what is it, 25, 30 years later, this uh, slender woman of color takes out the Predator. Yeah, that's pretty flipping believable. I guess so, but I guess there's some sort of Hulk movie that the Hulk is a female now. And I'm assuming this image here on the left is of that. I don't know. I'll be real with you. I don't watch any of these stupid hero, uh, moronic, imbecilic movies that the entire uh, male community seems enthralled with. That's another one of my favorites. They've got the entire male community carrying their doggies around with them, uh, smoking weed, being drunk filth, not being real fathers, not being real men. Uh, In their free time, they're watching this sort of superhero garbage, living out some sort of uh, prolonged adolescent fantasy of this comic book land stuff. And I suppose when they're not doing that, they're playing video games. I mean, there's that. Yeah, like video games went from being something for children to now something for adults because they've made them so lifelike and realistic. They're just great. They'll just keep on going down the sewer of life. That sounds great. So, yeah, folks, if you got any info on that, just shoot me a line. John at anomicage.com. You can fill me in on the Marvel Universe, I guess. I don't want to be part of it. Here's another one that I found particularly interesting, but uh, so true. Because I think this really gives you a proper perspective on where we are. Jesus fed 5,000, but only 500 followed him after lunch. He had 12 disciples, but only three prayed with him in the garden before his arrest. Then only one stood with him at the cross. The closer you get to the cross, the smaller the crowd becomes. 
Man, that's some spot-on knowledge drop information. I ain't going to tell you who it's from. They might not want me to mention him on the show, so who knows? Nevertheless, that's a nice just truth bomb right there. I think that's 100% fact. The closer you get to the real truth, the real cross, the real God, the smaller the crowds become. I think if you're in one of these feel-good, glorified churches that's really just a social club for uh, singing and dancing, praying, we got a juice bar, we're going to dance low, we got a shop out front, you can bring your kids and we'll have a grand all time. I mean, yeah. If you want to get just close to the bottom feeder uh, trough, I mean, that's somewhere to go, I suppose. I think... That's really far away from the the light of the Lord myself. But hey, what do I know? That's just my thoughts. I think it's a bunch of boulder dash. Falderall. <laughs> That's just me. What do I know? And there's that. What else we got? We'll, we'll link this one in there. And then we'll give you some connections of the dots to it, shall we? The most dystopian image of the year award goes to the new Amazon building in Mexico. So there, it gives you a nice juxtaposition of the images there. At the top here, it's got the Amazon building in Mexico. It's so beautiful. Oh, we can all embrace the diversity of this lovely Amazon building. But wait, what are all those things around the building? Well, it's a shanty town. It's a shanty village. Around the stinking Amazon building in Mexico. What a sad, sad commentary of the joke-level reality that we live in. You could do the same sort of bull here in the United States where we're giving, I don't even know what we got, we're up to like 70-plus billion or something to the Ukraine. I was, I was starting to do a Ukraine parody song, but I just pulled myself away from it. So anyway, we're up to like $70 billion in the Ukraine. And I'm not suggesting we just give all that money to the homeless on the streets or what have you. But I'm saying we could probably do a little bit with it here domestically. You know, we could fix the infrastructure that's crumbling around us. Have you been to any of the cities lately and driven around? If so, I hope you have a dune buggy because you need something akin to the moon rover lander to get through some of these potholes out there, folks, without totally realigning your front end at the uh, stoplight. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, we could probably just uh, give that money domestically to our own people. There's a lot of veterans out there that could probably use that help. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of of ways we could fix the roads, bridges, dams, infrastructure at large. But, um, you know, I guess the Ukraine thing's far more pressing. I can understand why people would want to just throw money away uh, in a bottomless cesspool here. So let's look at some other things that are worth mentioning, I think, here. Here's one. And I was going to cover this because they were, well, one of them was about a week and a half ago. One of them was this couple of days ago. But let me see here. This one was the most recent one. Uh, we got 9-1-22. This is from Newsweek.com. Emergency alert tells entire city of Los Angeles to evacuate by mistake. Evacuate by mistake, huh? But wait, there's more. This is the older one, July 13th, 2022. 
New York put out a PSA in case of a nuclear attack, leaving many residents confused. Why would you be confused with that? I just don't understand. You see, folks, it's kind of like the predictive programming for the movies, you know, where they just tell you what they're going to do, and then they assume you'll be too stupid to figure it out. That's exactly what this is. You figure this out yet? Yeah, just like the COVID stuff. Yeah, you figure that out? That's exactly what this is. So it's predictive programming. They're telling you what's coming. It's kind of a little oops. Oops. Remember when they were covering the 9-11 and Building 7 hadn't fallen yet? And uh, was it the BBC? Was on live television and said, Oh, the building has fallen. Meanwhile, it's standing behind the camera lady there. Or excuse me, the the presenter, not the camera lady. So yeah, that was uh, just telling you it was going to fall, and it didn't. And then a couple minutes later, oh my gosh, look at it. Oh, you know, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, it's gone. Right there. Yep, they're telling you what's coming, folks. You see, old Chairman Biden was setting the stage for you. He gave you the predictive programming. He gave you the linguistic programming to pick your side. Don't be one of those bad guys, the dissidents, the people that don't believe elections, the people that already went to jail. Oh, don't be one of those Trump supporters. Be one of us. Yeah, he was already setting the stage for you with that. And then they are setting the stage for you so your mind will go back to these things. When the things actually occur later on. Makes sense, right? Sure does. We got a little bit more for you. Microsoft combat goggles win the first U.S. Army approval for delivery. This is from September 2nd, 2022. Businesstimes.com. And you got these really awesome Google Glass goggles, I guess. I mean, I'm sure they're military grade, so they're not exactly Google Glass. But, you know, that's what we got here. Citing encouraging results for from testing in the field. Assistant Secretary of Acquisition Douglas Bush has cleared the Army to begin accepting some of the 5,000 sets of goggles. Spokesperson Jamal Beck said in a statement, their delivery has been placed on hold over concerns about the Devices performance until more rigorous testing took place. Well, I'm surely glad that they're going ahead with that. I mean, that sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? It's not enough that they have the average civilian stuck in some sort of uh, wormhole with the devices, with the booze, with the drugs, with the Netflix, with the video games. With the entertainment, the Marvel Universe and everything like that. It's not enough that they're already stuck in their own wormhole with that. Now we're going to get the military in on it too. Sounds perfectly reasonable. It's just what's coming, folks. They are going to do away with the troops just as they are going to do away with the workers. And they're going to have the robot dogs, the drones, the robot ships, the robot subs, the whole nine yards. 
they don't need you anymore. See? Do you see what's coming down here, folks? So they're going to set these little brush fires all across the nation with various false flags, various ops, various forms of civil unrest. Just like they did a couple years ago with the St. George Floyd and whatever the other litany of dead people was they wanted to riot about. It's going to be on par with that, except also simultaneously you're going to have food shortages, you're going to have energy shortages, you're going to have rolling blackouts, you're going to have invading troops, and so forth and so on. And the general public is about as soft as Charmin, folks. One more we got for you, and I'm calling it a night. End time headlines.org. The UN is warning that terrorists could overtake self-driving vehicles and drones for use in attacks. I mean, if that is not if that is not setting the stage for what's coming, then I am Big Bird. Let me read that one again for you. Let me read that again. UN is warning that terrorists could overtake self-driving vehicles and drones for use in attacks. Yeah. I mean, Michael Hastings and Hash, I mean, are we seeing any similarities here? Those are all rollouts, folks. They are giving you, once again, what's coming. So that when you see the false flags, when you see the Patriots blamed for this, when you see the false flags, when you see dissident groups rise up and spark action in this communist-run, predominantly minority community, and this one over here and that one over there. I mean, the summer of rage was just a drop in the bucket, folks. They are telling you what's coming, and if you're too stupid to figure it out, then I guess it's just on you. I mean, that's... That's really where I'm at now. There's no point in trying to help those who will not help themselves. There's no point in trying to help those who refuse to realize what's coming down. So that's what's coming. And uh, it's on you, really. It really is. It's on you at this point in the game. What do we got left here, folks? Do we have any time at all? I don't think we do. I think we're pretty doggone good. There was about four songs that I was going to cover and talk about, but uh, I think we'll just do it another time. What, what time we got? We're at 40 minutes. It's time to put a nail in this coffin and call it a night, folks. You can't do everything, but you can do something. Go out there, do your part, make that difference, and until next time, I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the Anop Cage. Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E.com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. I'm <laughs> sorry.